Welcome, everybody, to Funeral Nation, episode 215. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. I am Ryan Thogmartin, and this is the Funeral Profession's only weekly news show. What a great episode we had, 214. If you didn't check it out, go do that after you watch 215. Uh, we had Carlos from... Uh, shoot. Private Label. There we go, Private Label. I was drawing <laughs> a blank for a second. And... We're talking about kind of the casket market. They're positioned very well, but we're hearing other things from other companies across the profession. And it's been busy, which busy means that people need C&J because they need to get paid for the busyness at the funeral home. So uh, do you have anything you want to say or do you want to just kick that promo in? Well, I just like last time, uh, the business is going on more. The business has changed. How we're getting paid has not changed. And if you have ARs left over from 2020, even 19, 18, then uh, we need to talk because there is no reason for that. Anyway, run that CNJ promotion. We may be the largest insurance assignment company in the funeral profession, but that doesn't mean we've lost touch with our roots. Here in Rainbow City, Alabama, our priorities still come down to a welcoming smile and a handshake that says we keep our promises. With all the tools and technologies that assure blazing fast turnaround, what really matters is much more old school. Personal responsibility, integrity, relationships, and the pride that comes from hearing yet another client say, you came through for us when it mattered. CNJ eliminates the challenges that funeral homes have in processing insurance death claims. If cash flow is vital to your business, welcome home. Well, All right, sir. man. So it's uh, it's interesting. You are wearing looks like one of my jackets. I, you know, it, it is a jacket. It's not a sport coat. But it's funny. Like when I sit like this, it looks like I have shoulder pads in. But I actually, there's there's no shoulder pads. I, I think you could pull this one off, though. I mean. That's your style. There's no Tommy it's, Bahama sticker on it. It's it's a little uh, it's bright, you know. It is. That's something that I miss, you know, is when we get to go to shows and stuff. Then, you know, you and I get to put together some fun outfits. I told you one day we're just going to have to switch up. I'm going to have to wear, you know, some serious skinny jeans and stuff. It'll you'll look better than I do. You'll look better in my stuff than I look in yours. Let's do it that way. I don't know. You you may be able to pull it off. I can pull it off and keep it off. People will be like, no, don't, don't ever do that again. <laughs> That's right. That's true. That's true. We know speaking of conventions um, and meetings, we're, we're inching toward the season. And uh, I know that uh, MKJ, I'll give a shout out to them that they are uh, hosting two events this year in person. I think Kate Spoilston has one up in Philadelphia in person coming up and ICCFA. Uh, yep. I think they're still on for uh, May. May. Yeah, I'm going to a study group here in a couple of weeks that is meeting in person. So I'm excited about that. I know there's been a couple other study groups uh, in Key West and some other areas that have been meeting. So we're starting to get back into some selective travel and, and gatherings, which I think is great. I mean, you, you and I have talked about it multiple times on here before that from a vendor standpoint, because of the way that we've been positioned online, 
not having the conventions didn't really affect us at all last year. Now for other vendors and things like that, that's been a big deal. And the conventions are important because I think we all just need the camaraderie and, and the community. So I'm excited to see some of these, these things happening as we start to inch back towards like, what does a conference look like? But you know, what I'm, what we haven't seen is I'm wondering, you know, when we hear some, some, you know, when we hear some, some plans by ICCFA, cause there really hasn't been anything that come that's come out other than they've changed the date from when it was originally scheduled to now May, is there going to be a virtual component? And I think that that, that plays into the decision of whether or not vendors attend um, because you know, off camera, you and I were talking and I said that, you know, it, it's going to be one of those years where do you bring your normal, you know, 12 person crew and your huge booth and all your print materials and your great giveaways and your, you know, all of that expense and then no, very, very few people be there or do you go smaller and then a lot of people show up like, I don't, you know, I hope there's some communication from ICCFA, but I do think that if there's a virtual component that from a funeral home standpoint and cemetery and standpoint, that that's going to deter people from coming in person, um, which could deter some vendors because what we haven't seen is there other than the funeral on conference that we did last year, there really hasn't been a good outlet virtually where vendors have gotten benefit from it. Um, NFDA did a decent job uh, with the tools that were available. So did Kana, but it wasn't, it absolutely wasn't the same. Like you hang out in your booth for four hours at a time and nobody shows up, right? Like there's other things going on. So I think that that's a conversation that we have to play, you know, pull that card out as we get down, but it's, it, I mean, it could go either way. People show up because they just want to see people or they stay home because there's a virtual component. And I can save the expense more. Of my staff can, you know, attend, we can get, CEUs, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. Yeah. Um, interesting. You're exactly right. One of the, the concerns I have is, you know, are we going to continue spiking? Uh, that's only four months away now. And yeah. I just saw something in the news where uh, if you fly, you may be required to have a COVID test. I don't know if that's like before or recent, how that's going to work. Um, is Vegas going to be opened up? Uh, from what I understand, it's still very limited on mm -hmm. some of the things that they're doing and how they're doing it. So it's, it's a lot that's not, uh, unfortunately, like nailing jello to the wall. We're not sure what it's going to be like because it literally our world changes from week to week based on uh, what's going on. So yeah. I would be, I would handicap it less than 50% that it'll be an in-person. That's just my opinion. I hope they prove it wrong because I'm going to go. I'm close enough. Heck, I can drive over there. And I uh, certainly would love to see people. But um, I don't know, man. Uh, this is, you know, going back to still going to be not over with yet. And it's yeah. going to be some tough decisions again. But, yeah. you know, our friends out here and our, our professionals um, they're not letting up. I mean, this, uh, everybody I talk to is busy and it's busy, not just with, you know, obviously COVID's going on, 
you know, that's the headline. But remember the baby boomers, you know, baby mm-hmm. boomers, we expected this. They thought it was going to be 11 years or 10 years ago, but it's starting to come to fruition now. And so really for the next 15 years or so, or however long it's going to last, um, there's going to be a lot more deaths. So we'll see how that works out. But they're doing a great job. Uh, I did see something that I want to further investigate where the federal government may have some money yeah. for funerals, uh, sort of like a FEMA type thing, like they did in the floods. Uh, basically, if we lost a loved one to COVID, you may be eligible. But I need to look into that some more. Uh, it's right interesting. Again. Yeah, I read an article about it, but I, I'm not sure the validity of it. So um, I'll dig into that a little bit. But anyway, man, uh, good to see you this week. Not a lot in the news going on. Uh, looks like foundation partners keep growing pretty quickly. So uh, that's going to be interesting with the acquisition yeah. side. Is this a good time to sell? Who knows? Well, we also saw uh, Grace Holdings made their first uh, purchase announcement this week. Um, and they're being kind of led on the acquisition side by um, Mr. Jim Ford, who was at Foundation Partners, and Mr. John Yop with uh, down there in the South. So interesting to see that company. You know, I think you and I both had conversations with them before they were when they were just kind of getting putting the idea of this together. So they made their first acquisition. It's interesting, the acquisition market. I mean, I feel like over the last, the course of the last five years of this show, acquisitions have played, yeah, that's been the underlying tone. Um, and we've seen, we've seen spikes of it. And then we've seen where it's kind of backed off. You know, last year it was Parklawn that was making the headlines on a lot of the acquisitions. And now foundation partners back in the, you know, making a lot of the headlines. And then we've got somebody new that another entity. So it's interesting, you know, to look at funeral homes that have suffered through this because they weren't positioned well to embrace the technology and the change that was demanded. Are they getting out? Like, are we are we at the end of, the, of our rope? Are we getting burnt out because of how busy we've been that we need to just, you know, realize that life isn't all about work and let's let's sell it and go live? It's a dynamic that's different in our profession this year. Um, and Last year it was different. It's not normal by far this year. So you got to play that game and see what's going on. I agree with you. All right, my friend. Well, it's uh, about time where the sun is uh, out here. It's going to rain tomorrow. So uh, I've got to start doing work and prepare uh, preparation, which means making sure the cars in the garage top can't come down uh, or go up. It's just, go up. Yeah. yeah, go up, go up. It's a convertible. It's not made. To. Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, just okay. I'll drive, drive my wife to work. <laughs> well, good luck with your uh, quarter inch of rain that you get once every three or four months. And yeah, you know, I All woke right, up my to friend. a blizzard here in Park City, about forty mile an hour wind and snow everywhere. So you know. have at it. I'm still in shorts, but I'm freezing at uh, fifty eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time, have a great effing week out here. Get you out of the